to everybody on Apple and Spotify and Google Play yep. and Christian Mingle can hear us. We had some technical difficulties, but we are back. We are live. Yep. And the video actually looks better. This is crystal clear, pristine, visual shit, J. <laughs> yeah, it does look pretty good. <laughs> does pr look pretty good. So I guess we'll be doing... Right, I guess we'll be doing this from uh, my phone from now on. Yeah, because that looks good as shit. Yeah, That does. looks good. <laughs> All right, y'all. So, oh, shit. JB, what's the name of the show? It's a pod named Kickback, dog. A pod named Kickback. It's like a tribe called Quest. You say, say it all together. together. <laughs> so, welcome to a pod named Kickback. Indeed. Also known as the Black CNN and the Revolution will we'll be, be televised. televised. I'm no breaks new, the righteous ratchet. Like you, last time we did, I was like, the righteous ratchet, the righteous ratchet, because niggas out there stealing my shit. Kev on stage, fuck off my shit. <laughs> so it's no brace new, the righteous ratchet. If you throw it, I'll catch it. If you got it, I'll match it. Every Monday, we right back at it. I feel fantastic. Yeah. Yo, what's up, y'all? It's JB Frank. I'm that gangster geek representing NWA. Nerds with attitude. Happy Schmonday, y'all. Happy Schmonday. Now that we're back, right? <laughs> right, right. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was a little dicey yeah. here. A little, little, little dicey, dicey for a second. Let me see. I'm gonna shoot this over to. Let's see what we got going on here. I'm still sharing this shit. Yeah, so uh, so uh, we had we had you know a couple of little little wrinkles yeah. in there, uh, little wrinkles, but yeah. we turned them into sprinkles because the camera is better now. Um, good quality audio. We're back on there. Um, so let's get back into it, new. You know. Yeah. So really quickly before we started, we wanted to do rest in peace to Elijah Cummings. Absolutely. Uh, JB, give him a little bit about the. Yeah. Uh, Great brother, Elder yeah. Elijah Cummings. Okay, uh, our Elder Elijah Cummings, uh, a native of Baltimore, along with Nancy Pelosi. Um, he had seven terms in Congress. Unfortunately, we lost um, our great leader at the age of 68. He was the gears behind the Donald Trump impeachment inquiry yep. um, because he was the head of the Congressional Oversight Committee. This man was a workaholic and a boss. It is said that he was actually signing subpoenas for Donald Trump's um, impeachment inquiry from his deathbed, New. So just always working, always there for us, always moving things forward for our people, especially when you talk about Donald Trump. And so, you know. He was on his no break shit for real. Yeah, for real, for real. Grave, yeah. For real, for real. So we definitely want to shout out to him, send prayers up to his family uh, during their time of bereavement. He is one of our leader, was one of our leaders, new. So we have to, you know, we have to properly give him his his just due for what he did. Absolutely. For us. Rest in peace to Elijah Cummings. We appreciate everything you've done for us. Absolutely. And your legacy will live on. Absolutely. All right. Our icebreaker. Uh, Never be afraid to walk away from anything. Right. And uh, th that's the thing with this show, and it's something that um, I talked to JB about that I wanted to bring up this week mm -hmm. because it's some, something very personal that happened to me. Right. Um, for those that know me, know me. You know, I hate my job. It was, it's nice working from home, but I don't like the job. The job, they do a lot of fuck shit, don't treat you with the proper respect. Right. You know, mess with your money. And... um. I was wondering why I was taking it, why I was putting up with it. Um, and I had been putting up with it for a while, like oh, yeah. you know, over a year. Yeah. You know, a couple, you know, almost two years. 
um, from the time it got bad. Um, but it would, they would give you a little bit to keep you around, keep you, you know, you know, right. keep you from quitting. Right. But they did everything to kind of push you out the door and make you hate it. And um, got into a thing on a Monday, first thing, first day of the week, first thing Monday morning. And I said, you know, fuck this shit. And I, you know, went, sent out a couple of fillers, talked to a couple of people, and I had two new jobs by Monday evening. And I was like, I should have done this shit two years ago. Right. Why was I so scared? Why was right. I so afraid to leave this job that ain't treat me right? Why was I staying putting up with bullshit that I knew I didn't deserve? That I was worth more than what I was putting up with. And it was because of fear, JB. Yep. I was afraid to leave. Maybe I won't find a job with good benefits. Maybe I won't find a job. I just broke my ankle. Maybe I won't find another job that can do this. Maybe I won't. Maybe I won't. Maybe I won't. And all of that doubt is why people stay in bullshit jobs and in bullshit relationships. You stay with the dude. You know he ain't never going to change. Been treating you like shit your whole life. The whole relationship, ladies. But you're staying because maybe you can't get a better guy. Maybe you don't think you deserve more. Maybe you're willing to put up with it. And the theme is never be afraid to walk away from anything. Yeah. And um, JB, I want to get your thoughts on that on that concept. Man. Yeah, um, it is it is extremely important and extremely and extremely valuable to be able to walk away from a negotiation, right? And that is that that transcends just when you're making the deal. That transcend that goes into after the deal has transpired, after you're in the commitment, right? Because yeah. if they're not treating you right and they're not valuing you as a person or as a resource or as a member in this relationship or you know somebody who is doing these things for the family or for the group or whatever it's time to move on and figure something else out now the important point to that new is figuring something else out <laughs> yes know. do not quit your job and you don't have another one <laughs> thank don't, you don't jump out the window <laughs> thank do not you. Uh, break up with your girlfriend because you had one argument right you're not saying that don't cut off your best friend because you didn't like Right. Their opinion on the football game. Right. That's not get crazy. <laughs> right. Right. But if something is depleting you, diminishing right. you, right. not valuing you, not give, um, not acknowledging your worth, mm-hmm. it is absolutely okay to say, fuck you in this job. Right. Or fuck you in this relationship. Right. Right. Or fuck um, you in this d- democracy. Yeah. Before we move on, just a couple of yeah. uh, just a couple of little factoids to add to that. For those of you living in what they call at will states, it is even more important for you to have this mindset. Here's what an at will state means, kickbackers. It means that your boss can fire you for any fucking reason that they want at any fucking time that they want. It means they don't have to give you a disciplinary reason, a work oriented reason. They could fire you because their cousin Jojo, they want their cousin Jojo to have your job. Goodbye. You're gone. And that is perfectly legal in the state of Georgia. Now, it's not federally legal, but (laughs) it's legal enough for them to just get your ass out of there. They they could fire you because all the pretty girls stay at your desk. Yeah, no, that that's that's literally true. <laughs> literally true. Um, and um, you you have to have a, the same mindset that these employers have for you. If they're not giving you the value that you need, or they're not valuing you like you feel you deserve, then move the fuck on. That, now, now, what move the fuck on means is get your yeah, ass. Spell on it out for him, Jay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get get your ass on, indeed. 
and st- get your resume updated, LinkedIn. get your resume tight, mm-hmm. and and go out and actually locate another position, find another job first, and then leave. That is what I did. I got a new job. My starting date was on January second. New. You know when I told the motherfuckers I was quitting? <laughs> when you talking? New Year's weekend. Hey, because <laughs> they wouldn't 30th. give a fuck. They get there, let you go in a job of a hat. Right, right. So I, December thirtieth, I sent an email to my boss like yeah you know so i ain't coming back in the new year uh happy new year bitch <laughs> yeah. hey, hey gloria look i ain't never come home again <laughs> right, i ain't right. never come home no more <laughs> right but uh all them nights right 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 maybe you know with the all them nights yeah hey gloria hey how's it going I'm, I'm, I'm not coming home no more. All right, take care. <laughs> That's basically what he did. Take it easy. Click. <laughs> Sunshine. <laughs> anyway. So uh, I just Always wanted to. be ready to walk away. Yeah, man. Like, don't, you're not forced to stay in any situation. Right. And I realized that I was handcuffing myself mm-hmm. to a situation that I didn't even need to be in. Right. And it was better opportunities out. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, I actually have a better job than the one I left. Yep. Um, a better career opportunity than mm-hmm. the one I left. Yep. And it's like, what took me so fucking long? But Shmi told me this story a long time ago about a, um, a dog. Oh, story time, ladies and gentlemen. Story time, keep back. Story time. So there's a dog on the porch, and his um, and the owner sits on the porch with his best friend and in the mornings, and they drink their coffee and stuff, and then they go on about their day. And one day, uh, the, the owner's best friend came, and they sat down on the porch together, and he said, hey, your dog is like, laying on a nail. Like, that nail is literally sticking him in his side. Like, look. like, And the owner was like, he'll be okay. When it hurts bad enough, he'll move. There it is. There it is. When it hurts bad enough, he'll move. There it is. There it is. Here's the thing, though. Don't wait for it to hurt bad enough. Just the fact that it hurts Let's let's be about removing pain. You know, it takes a little work. Maybe you got to do a little research for another job under the radar. Maybe you got to rejigger your resume three or four times so you can, you know, plot on three or four different positions yep. that you might have skills for. Maybe you have to send out an email or two with a letter, you know, to a potential employer. Maybe you got to show up at a job fair on a weekend or or you got to go back hour. to the strip club. Some of y'all just got to go back. Yeah. But but, <laughs> but uh, what you don't want to do is handcuff yourself, hamstring yourself, and tie yourself down to a situation where someone is devaluating you because that's tantamount to slavery and none of us are into that. You know what I'm saying? So why do it? Right. I might be in the BDSM, but I'm not into slavery. So yeah. Yeah, let, let's let, let's let's uh, let's get let's get away from a place where we lay down to abuse of any kind, emotional, financial, you know, any kind. Let's be willing to walk away, kickbackers. Let's like, be strong. Uh, the movie Heat got to be willing to walk away in twenty seconds. Mm-hmm. You know, just get up and go mm-hmm. if it doesn't serve you. Mm-hmm. And um, that was our that was our sermon today, JB. Yeah, yeah. Message of the day. Message. <laughs> yeah. Story time is over. Mm-hmm. We have to shift gears a little bit. Indeed. And get into something uh, a little um, more serious. And uh, my left stroke just went viral. Our viral story today is something that grabbed me on Facebook, and I know it had all of you guys talking about it as well, and not in a good way. Um, I'll start with rest in peace to Tatiana Jefferson. Yes. Young lady who was in her home 
playing video games with her nephew, and one of her neighbors uh, called the police for, to do a wellness check. First of all, don't ask nobody to do no wellness check on me. No. You come and, and look for your fucking self. Yeah. That they, maybe, you know, check. me and JB will pop up at each other's house. Right. We think something wrong. Right. We're not calling the fucking police. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a bullshit thing that happens, you know, all over the country where these, quote, concerned citizens, unquote, are, you know, they hear a noise in the house or, you know, their neighbor hasn't, you know, left the house for, or they haven't seen them leave the house for several hours or a day or so. And then they'll call the cops and have the cops do a, quote, wellness check, unquote. These are supposed to be police officers who are actually checking on the people who the police have been called on. Not right. like, not like coming to arrest them or see if they are committing a crime. They're supposed yeah. to be coming to check on them and make sure they're okay. And and what is happening, what seems to happen quite often in Texas in is, is these people are getting shot. A Tatiana was shot through the window of her home. So wait, they, they never even went into the house? No, they never they went into the house. They shot her from outside the house? Yes. Yes. Wow. And, and, and the police officer said somehow he felt that there was a credible threat there. Now, to make matters worse, after they shot her, after they came in and, and realized what they did, then they located a weapon, a handgun, in her home. So they were saying, oh, well, she had a gun. Well, guess what, y'all? It's perfectly legal to have a handgun inside of your own home. Number Preach. one. Number two, in the whack-ass, crazy fucking state of Texas, I can walk down the street with a shotgun. And yep. it's perfectly legal. These are the laws in Texas. Yep. So again, absolutely no law was broken. No malfeasance occurred of any kind. There was no threat whatsoever. And this cop shot this woman in front of her nephew. In cold blood. And we're seeing it happen repeatedly. It repeatedly happens in the state of Texas. In fact, the Botham Jean uh, situation was in Texas. Mm -hmm. Amber Geiger, y'all mm -hmm. gonna, gonna hug the cop that killed Tatiana? Y'all still praying for him? Yeah, this, this shit is horrible because basically now, now these motherfuckers have a vehicle to just put a hit out on black people. That's what a wellness check, that's what a wellness check sounds like to me. It sounds like a hit. Yeah. It sounds like y'all just called a hit out on somebody, basically. Because yeah. the cops show I mean, think about it. Think about it. A phone call was made. An armed individual showed up at this person's house, did not enter the house, did not speak to anyone in the house, fired through the window and killed somebody. What does that sound like to you? That is the definition of a fucking hit. Because back when we were seeing I used to do the... Uh, yeah, but, yeah, we yeah, don't need yeah. to talk about the button man days. Yeah, but, yeah, but that, that is a hit. Right. Like, that is a fucking hit. And, you know, we're not trying to make light of it, but it's like, what do we fucking do at this point? Right. Like, what do we do at this point? Right. Like, something has to be done. That's a black woman that was murdered. And, and as black men, we're starting to feel like, what do we do? Yeah. We just going to keep allowing this shit to happen? It's a visceral pain that you feel because as a black man, one of the things that you are raised to do is protect your women and your children, right? So here's a woman and a, and a young child sitting in a house, and she's doing her thing. She's taking care of her sister's son. You know what I'm saying? This is all positive. And now, they're gone. Now, now she's gone. Now she's been murdered. And they're going to try and figure out some kind of fuck shit 
fucked up way to make it legal um, or make what the cop did okay. He's already saying somehow he perceived a threat. And this shit, this shit just has to disappear. How the fuck is it a threat? Yeah, and this shit has yeah, to disappear, y'all, because it has to. It has to, JB, and in looking at this, I don't, I don't want you guys to, I don't want us to get desensitized to it. Right. There is a woman who has been killed. She's never coming back. Her nephew is never going to see her again. Her sister is never going to see her again. Her lover is never going to see her again. Yep. Her parents will never see her again. She is gone. And the only reason we have is someone called to do a wellness check on her, and she was killed during the wellness check. Yeah. A call that is supposed to check on her to make sure she's okay is actually the reason she's dead. And I like sit with that for a minute, y'all. Yeah. Sit with that for a minute. Yeah. And I want I want to get off of this. I don't want to stay on this much longer. Um but sit on that and, and, and think about it. Uh and something needs to be done. And we'll see how the court system how this plays out. But this is horrible. This yeah. is disgraceful. Yeah. This is murder. This mm -hmm. is genocide. Yep. This is oppression. Yep. No, and you can't you can't describe it as anything else and something needs to absolutely be done um you know we'll we'll probably touch on some ideas later after we when we get into some of the yeah. tv shows that we watch because yeah. something we've we've done something about this in the, in the past as a people okay um, well, well meek says the police officer didn't even identify himself while lurking around the house no if i was at home i'll get my gun too if it's 2 a.m and i don't know who's around my house excellent point Meek. yeah excellent point excellent point yeah, yeah, it's the, yeah. Those who are listening on Spotify and Apple, we do the show live on Facebook, so we do get comments from viewers. So if you want to be a part of the live show, mm -hmm. it's uh, Sundays usually about six thirty on Facebook Live. Having said that, thank you, Meek, for your participation. Yep, you better head. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Time to swing on to that next. Yeah, one. That, yeah, that, yeah. JB, go ahead and introduce this the next topic. We have. Uh, uh, so, uh, yeah, so um, this one has been buzzing around social media now for a little while, um, and it's a really interesting kind of conundrum, new um, Latinx people using the N-word in conversation, in, in art, music, they're just general social discourse, you know? And how do we feel about this as a people? Uh, there have been mixed messages and mixed feelings kind of across the board, you know? Um, because it, it, is, it is a weird thing, you know? They, they, there is definitely a, a, a cohesive identification there, you know. They some some of the some some of those, and they call them Latin Xers for that reason, right? Because these. Well, are the, no, the Latin X is a term to describe Latino Latinos, so they don't no longer have separate terms. Oh, okay. So Latin X is I all it, Latin. I thought people. it was. I thought it was related to Latin people who identify with us. I didn't no, know. It was. Latin X is just Latinos and Latinas. Okay, I didn't they, know. They that. didn't want to have two different terms anymore. That's. It's well, brand new. I, I just found out about it like two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. And the minute I heard it, I heard it on Joe Budden podcast, and they were asking what it was. So, man, me look it up. And then the minute in the next article I saw said Latinx. I was like, oh shit, this is really amazing. <laughs> Thank you like, for educating me because yeah. I was totally, I was totally off with that. I was like, well, <laughs> okay. And to give uh, you guys an idea, um, I, I'm not trying to be offensive, but I want to kind of 
your separation. Right. We have the Latino community that grew up in hip hop, yes. in black neighborhoods, that yes. grew up in the ghetto, grew up in the hood, grew up around the hip hop culture, and they are like us. They feel like, you know, we're, we're all Latin people come from the African diaspora. Mm -hmm. So you're all, they're all With part us. of us, but a lot of them don't, you know, a lot of Republicans, a lot of Latinos voted for Trump. And we know what he wants Absolutely. to do with the border and all Absolutely. that good shit. Absolutely. So there's a separation between uh, people who who are Latin that maybe grew up closer to their origin, closer to their roots, whether they be Cuban or what have you, and not into hip hop, almost the ones that pass for white, if you will. Yeah. And then you have the hip hoppers like Fat Joe and uh, Cardi B, as opposed to maybe Mark Anthony. Right. You know, right. Um, well, that's that's actually a, a very that's actually a very good parallel. I mean, that that's actually a perfect way to describe it, though. New, um, and it's not it's not something that ever really bothered me because um, for me, the ones the ones who didn't didn't identify themselves with the black community knew better than to use the n-word or, okay. or didn't use the n-word because they didn't identify. You know what right. I'm saying? So. They the word the term wasn't used around around me in those contexts. Okay. Now, ironically, I don't have a whole lot of hip hop Latin experience, so I wasn't exposed to a lot of Latin people who use that word in my social circle. You know what I'm saying? So that was not something I had direct exposure to. Fat Joe and Cardi B, obviously, and yeah. that never really bothered me. But I'm yeah. like, well, you know. Should it? <laughs> yeah, when the first time I think I heard Fat Joe say some some nigga, I was like, whoa. But this was when I was a child. Right. This is you know, Fat Joe been in the game 30 years. Yeah. But over the last 30 years, I, I don't have an opinion on it. It doesn't bother me. Now, Meek says um, it doesn't matter if they're, you know, Latinx from the hood or from, you know, native lands. She doesn't like anybody using it that's not black. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Fat Joe said in the article that uh, he's black. He was like, I, my roots go back to Africa, like all Puerto Ricans do. So we're like, we, we feel like we have African roots. Yeah. And we don't feel like we're separate from black people. We don't feel like, they feel like more like they're a sect of black people. Yeah. They're a group of black people that's called the Puerto Ricans. Um, a group of African people, if you will. And I was like, well, that's fair. Um, me, how you feel about Fat Joe and Cardi B using it? The N-word. Just, um, just out of curiosity, because um, I don't know many Latinos. I grew up weird in D.C. I just grew up with all black people. Yeah. And um, when I did start meeting more and more um, Latinx people, they were typically, you know, foreigners. They yeah. didn't grow up in hip hop. Right. I did date this one young lady that was Dominican that was darker than Wesley Snipes. And I am pretty fucking sure she said nigga. Not yeah. nigger, but nigga, like, yeah. like, like, I'm pretty sure, and I don't think it bothered me because she was so dark. I'm like, she's black. Like, what the fuck? You know what yeah. I'm mean? saying? I mean, you know, I, I can think of, like, uh, I mean, well, there's there's uh, my cousin, Francisco, you know, married to, he, he's definitely Latin. Um, you know, we, we use the word nigga all the time. Um, and then there was uh, Tay. So you do have experience now. 
Well, I mean, that's but he he also is half black though, the same way Jasmine uh, is. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Um, you know, the other one, uh, Teddy Teddy Maynard. Shout out to Teddy uh, from Harvard, a uh, guy I went to school with. He was Panamanian. You know, I'm sure he dropped a few n words in there, but I mean, he was black. He was darker than I was. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't feel that. You know, whatever it is in those. So, so does complexion. The skin color hold any weight there? Because Meek says she doesn't like it at all, can't stand it. Don't care who they are, Cardi B, Fat Joe, she don't want nobody seeing it. Well, I think that I think that in certain I think that in certain situations, complexion factors into it because the people around that person are more easily able to identify them as black. You know, because they look, you know, they look. Black. I mean, they're black. You know what I'm saying? They look the same way we do. So it kind of it kind of elides that whole Latin barrier, if you will, um, because these people look like us, which means that in all likelihood, if they lived in America, they grew up enduring the same experiences we did. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. just went home and spoke Spanish. You know? Yeah. Um, so where you know how do you draw that line? It's a really interesting social question. It is. It is. I don't, I don't know that we have the answer on the show, but it's just yeah. it's definitely something that you know, requires more dialogue, you know, because I don't want to be judging people if they identify themselves with our community, but at the same time, I don't want I don't want them to be disrespectful <laughs> either. Yeah, and, and I think that's what it boils down to. How, when they say how does it make you feel? Right. Uh, maybe as a general rule, nobody should say it but us, but I don't feel a way when Fat Joe says it. I don't right. feel a way when Cardi B says it. I don't either. I don't, I ain't feel a way when the Dominican chick I used to date Eat this pussy up, nigga. I'm like, yeah, bitch. You know? <laughs> so I didn't. I don't feel away. I didn't feel away. You know what I'm saying? But if it was somebody that was that was you know very very fair skinned and damn near passed for white, I would be like, what? Well, like yeah. when J Lo got in trouble for saying the N word. Yeah. In her song. Oh then, yeah yeah yeah. You're right. And people got. And they tried to say it was really Ashanti singing it, which it probably was. <laughs> Ashanti did some ghost. I don't know how you go sing for somebody. She did oh, ghost God. vocals for oh, J Lo. You you forgot the whole Millie Vanilli thing? Oh shit! Well, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. But that's the thing because people don't normally do it. Yeah. So yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, well, I what, mean, what it's was a Millie Vanilli? Were, were they Latin? No, they were they were like uh, I don't know, quadroon, oct octoroon. They they some mixed motherfuckers. They you know they just some light skinned niggas <laughs> basically. It was one of them passed away. I think mm -hmm. it was like names like Fab and something else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I, I mean it, that was just crazy. Though. He said, "If you don't have any melanin, watch your mouth." Now, what if they got melanin? Exactly. What if they darker than you, me? Exactly. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> That's exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> how, how do you deal with that? Yo, this sh I'm sorry, that shit was just mesmerizing. All yeah, that shit they yeah. had on it. That's the mask, the mask singer. Yeah, but the, um, the, those ain't masks. Those are like, those are like Trinidadian carnival outfits and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to all the ladies that go to all the different carnivals all over the U.S. Absolutely. And, and overseas. Absolutely. And, and uh, take pictures and post yeah, them. Shout yeah. out to you. Oh you yeah, got the real MVP. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now. Uh, Got to get a little more serious again. Mm -hmm. Our what the fuck story of the week. This is something we've addressed on this show for years. Yes. Um, and there are trans children who are now regretting the change that they made. 
they were able to transition to the sex gender of their choice. Yes. And have regretted making the move. Yes. And they're in their early 20s. Mm-hmm. Some 20, some 21, some 22. This yep. means these decisions were made as, as teenagers. Yep. And they're now trying to find a way to reverse them. And a doctor in the article that we were reading actually said that you know, a lot of kids are coming to them and trying to you know, get money or figure out ways to reverse the surgery. And that is why me and JB have been proponents of not letting children make that decision since we started the guy, since the topic came up and we had the show. Yep. Now we were cussed out. Y'all killed yep. us online. Oh my God. Yep. Let the children do what they want to do. Why does you worry about it? Does it affect you? And we were saying, children, you won't let them drink. You won't let them drive cars. You won't let them fight in the war. You won't let them vote. But you'll let them change their gender at age eight. And it was a ridiculous notion to us yep. because we don't even let eight-year-olds choose what they have for dinner most of the time. Yep. You're going to eat what the fuck I cook. Right, right. You're going to eat what the fuck I cook, but you get to tell me whether or not I call you him or her. It, does, it doesn't make any sense to me. It and really it's bigger doesn't. than that because they're having the surgery. Yeah. They're actually having the It's bigger than just you know, yeah. him or her. Yeah. They're having the surgery. Yeah. And... um. Yeah, it's crazy. And regretting it. Yeah, and and it's, uh, and, and it's unfortunate. Let me say that. This, this is horrible. This is horribly awful that these children are making are allowed to make these decisions and then they get along later in life and totally regret it. And there isn't a, a guaranteed way to fix it, JB. No, there isn't a guaranteed way to fix it. Um and you look at you look at this whole process of of transformation that transgender people have to go through in order to actually cross that finish line. You're talking about something that takes years and hundreds of thousands of dollars. Therapy, gender hormone therapy, some, I mean, you know, psychological therapy, all of this yeah. stuff that they go through to get to this place. And you got to ask yourself, is a child, is a child, does a child even have the mental faculties to make that type of decision, new, And the answer is emphatically no. Emphatically no. We don't let children make any decisions like that in their lives for themselves because they're not old enough to. And yet we're walking around with this whole, I don't even know what to call it because I don't want to be insulting to the movements, to the legitimacy of the movements where these people are actually trying to find themselves and build and gain rights for themselves. But... I truly believe that allowing children to be involved in those types of transitions is a disrespect to the movements and the struggles of the people, the, the legitimate adults who have made that legitimate yeah. decision. I would agree, JB, and I'll take it a step further. Even when you allow a child prior to the surgery to, to make the change uh, in their day-to-day -day lifestyle, how they look, how they groom, how they identify uh, pre-surgery, um, Angelina Jolie, they let their, I think their son become their daughter yep. at, at like age five. Yep. And um, as Mick pointed out, Dwayne Wade posted a picture of his son, who's gay, his girlfriend, his wife, Gabrielle Union, and their daughter. And he said, those are my three girls. Clearly one of them is a boy. I don't know if he's saying that, you know, because being gay doesn't mean you're transgender. 
Yep. So maybe the boy is saying, "Wait a minute, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm more than gay. I'm actually, you know, I'm actually, you know, you know, I was assigned the wrong sex. I, I don't know that much about it, but based on Dwayne Wade's post, I would assume he's saying mm-hmm. I was assigned the wrong sex. I'm in the wrong body, and but it's interesting, man, because when he said my three girls, I was like. I really have yeah. I really have a tough time with that young. I really really do. And and again, you know, in all fairness, I have not, I have zero absolute zero exposure to any well, That was Charlize Theron that did that. It wasn't Angelina. Oh yeah, you're um, you're she's right. She's right. It was. Well, Mick, why aren't you here on the damn sofa since you got all the information? She might have been on the damn sofa when we talked about that story. The last yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. <laughs> I don't know. Um, um, but what I do know is that I, I don't have personal exposure to this issue. So I don't know what parents go through when they are faced with that particular decision. I I can't even I can't even walk that path because I don't I don't know what that's even like. However, I do know that there is a major major psychological and social and frankly physical risk associated with letting children make these types of decisions for themselves that early. And that's what I do know and that's what I can talk about, you know. Yeah, and and, and I want to be clear cuz I don't know, you know, we say things mm-hmm. and people hear what they want to hear. So I'm going to say this, if any of the children in our lives came to us with this, we would be supportive. Yes. And we would be loving. And we would ride with them. But they can't make the decision to change gender until they're an adult. Absolutely. Just like if they came to us and said, you know, we want to be Hindus. Okay, when you get a little older, you'll be able to make that decision. We want to live in trailers and not in houses. Okay, when you get a little older, you can make that decision. You know, whatever the thing is, you're gonna, it's gonna it's gonna have to come with a level of maturity. You're not gonna be ten years old telling me how you want to live the rest of your life and having me uh, allow you to do something that's could be potentially harmful to you. Absolutely, you're gonna have to do the proper research. Yeah, you're gonna have to wait for you to become a proper age. Right, and then we're gonna be a hundred percent supportive. And I'm speaking this way because I'm Godfather to JB's kids. Absolutely, so we're raising two. X-Men, goddamn Avengers are this motherfucker. Yeah, and yeah. then he's bringing the rest of the five and all of the kids around us. Yeah. And yeah. we're going to be supportive and we're going to ride with the children no matter what. Yeah. But yeah. it's levels to this shit. Absolutely. There, there, there are profound levels to this shit. And, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. Um, and it's important, like you said, to love and support what your children are dealing with and what your children are going through, but most important is to guide that process for them. Guide that exploration process for them um, and help them understand, yes, these are decisions that they will eventually be able to make, but right now it requires parental guidance to work through that. I I think that's the end point, the end game for me, Lou. You know, um, I'm gonna 100% agree with that, JB. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Meek said, um, she can respect that a child may like the same sex, but calling them, you know, a different pronoun would be a little much, right? She, you know, she has a daughter that likes girls. Okay, fine, she'll support that, but all of a sudden calling her, her calling her daughter her son, would be a little tough for her. Yeah, that that would that would be that would be tough for me too, Meek. I'll tell you something else that's tough for me. 
all of this goddamn hugging. Yeah. We, uh, we oh, hugged Lord. Amber Geiger. Yeah. You know, and now there's a, 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 a student in the school who's trying to shoot the school up. A black teacher takes the gun from him and just wants to hug him to death. It's a lot of goddamn hugging going on. Right. And I don't like it. I, I mean, we don't have to get into a whole long discussion on this, JB, but it is disgusting to me. And I know you're supposed to be you know, spiritual and loving and... Ah. Well, I will I will say this, New, because um, uh, I mean I I I wasn't a fan of the hugging either, and I, I wasn't a fan of it at all. Um, but number one, shout out shout out to the black teacher who stepped in and with with immeasurable courage because that was a big fucking gun in yeah. that video. It yeah. wasn't it wasn't a handgun he took from this kid. It was like an assault rifle yeah. that he took from that kid. It was a big fucking gun that he took from the kid. Took the gun from the kid, grabbed grabbed him and just hugged it out with him. But it was more, you know how you know how when somebody's really, 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 really upset and you know they're about to do something crazy, so you just kind of grab them and mm -hmm. hold, like, come on, young, I got you. Like, I got you. Yeah. Don't do this dumb shit. We've done that yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah. Like, come here, nigga. Like, I got, like, don't do that stupid shit. It, mm -hmm. When I looked at, when I, looking back at the video, it felt like more of that kind of hug than a, oh my God, I'm so sorry for you and, you know, uh, I love you. And, and I was more like, like, Calm, like calm down, motherfucker. Mm -hmm. And then and then the kids started crying, you know. Yeah. Like, um, so again, not a, not a fan of the hug, but I'm 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 gonna change my sort of my talking points here and more shout out this teacher for his bravery and his courage. Um, I still think the students should be punished, though. I think Absolutely. the I think the students should be punished severely for doing that kind of thing. I think he should be looking if, at legitimate grown-ass man jail if a time. Tatiana Jefferson can be murdered in her home playing video games with her nephew, then this white boy with this gun that went to, to the, uh, into his school to try to kill fellow students, he should definitely be punished. Yeah, no question. Definitely, without, no. without a, a fucking doubt. Punish, punished as an adult and punished severely. So the hug, okay, the hug, but let's not hug him, hug him through the legal system. Fuck that. Let's not, let's not make excuses for what the fuck he tried to do. Um, when you make a decision to go and murder motherfuckers, you should be judged severely for that in the eyes of the law. Period, point blank. I don't give a fuck how much psychological help you need. You still endeavor to murder. Murderers deserve to go to jail, period, point blank. Absolutely. And to your earlier point, JB, big shout out to the teacher, the goddamn hero. Um, as Shmi said, um, he still needs to be punished. Um, but big shout out to the teacher. He saved lives. Um, yeah, yeah. The student needs to be punished. Like, I'm, all right, I'm not even going there. But yeah, go there, nigga. Go there. Like he went into the school with the intention to kill. That is attempted murder to mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. That's a, he didn't stop because he had a change of heart. He was disarmed. Exactly. That's attempted murder. Yes, it is. That's a felony. Yes, it is. No question. No question about it. I bet he made it to jail safe. Yep. Probably got some Wendy's or some Burger King on the yep. way. Yep. Yep. And probably got a whole lot more hugs too. Yeah. And a Tatiana Jefferson is dead for sitting in her home on her sofa. Playing video games with a goddamn nephew. Yep, yep. Couldn't couldn't help but notice the complexion of the child Disgusting, he was hugging man. to. 
Couldn't help but notice the skin color of the child he was hugging on, too. Right. Couldn't help but notice right. that. Couldn't help but notice <sighs> his uh, gender and his uh, ethnicity. Right. And um, moving on, let's get to yeah. our Donald Trump Shut Up Stupid Award. Oh, boy. This goes yes. to J JB's um, brother in Fuck Christ. That. No, that's a goddamn lie. No, it's, no. They were, that's all, they a were altar boys lie. together. They were altar boys together. No, that's a back in Mount Ephraim. Lie. That's a goddamn lie. You know what? No altar boys in Mount Ephraim. I was a junior deacon. I wasn't no altar boy. Shut that shit up. And anyway, this motherfucker is the guy who this award was named after before we named it after Orange 45. Yeah, yeah once again, we're talking about Kanye West. This stupid ass motherfucker um he did one of the more chauvinist things that i can imagine a a, a hip-hop cat doing you know like this was just this was just bad for those of you who've been living under a rock um <clears throat> a video was released uh it's with, from the keeping up with the kardashians tv show uh one minute clip was released yeah that, yeah um the one minute clip shows shows Kanye and Kim having an argument about an outfit that Kim K is going to wear to some event. I don't remember what the event was. New. Um, um, it was just in general. It was about pictures. Her wearing sexy outfits and pictures. Oh, okay. I, th I thought. I thought. I'm reading down. I thought she was going to wear like a corset or something to a particular event, and uh, that's what he was talking I just, about. I just watched the video clip. Okay. In the video clip. Um, he's saying you, and he's taking you taking sexy pictures affects me. Mm -hmm. And she was saying, basically, you're on this new journey, but you were just the one that was building me up, making me this sexy, all-powerful woman, and now that you built me up, giving me this confidence, now you're fussing at me about how I dress when you're the one that kind of encouraged this. And I mean, I, I kind of agree with Kim. Like, with me, um, and, it, and just because he's on this new journey where he's, you know, doesn't want to rap because it's the devil's music now, according to him, and uh, he doesn't. He wants to be, you know, super Christian and doesn't want his woman exposing her body and all this. He married her knowing that's what she did. Yep. They have a music video together where she was totally naked. Yep. This is what he did. Um, and now that he's changed, he like she said, you can't expect me to be in the same space you're in. You're in a different space right now. I'm not there. So it's unfair for you to, you know, you know, belittle me, put me down, place judgments on me. Because you've changed and I have not changed yet. And um, as a nigga who's dated many a, a video vixen, many a urban model, many a Instagram model, that, that sounds so bad, like that's all I date. But no, that's not. Shout out to my women who don't do that. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, this guy. Um, at um, the end of the day, it's just. Really I would never chauvin. come at them like that. It's really, it's hugely chauvinistic to do this, new. Um, I can't. I can't imagine my ever feeling like I could dictate how my woman dresses. You know what I'm saying? Like I just I can't because because if I if I find that you're if I if I find that you're wearing overly revealing whatever or you know, I'm going to find that unappealing and you and I just aren't going to be together. Like that's a part of you whatever. If I'm not with it, I'm not with it. So we're not going to be together. That is not what we're talking about here with Kanye. We're talking about him waking up one morning and deciding that he didn't want his his lady to be sexy anymore. I, I like I, this, this is just this is just 
all the way bad. And, and then, it he, was, then he stormed off like old bitch. He, he uh, damn fine, sure did. Bro, fine. Okay. Damn mm-hmm. sure did. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you why he stormed off, because it wasn't nothing he could say. He didn't have a fucking leg to stand on. Nope. No, he didn't have a fucking leg to stand on in any way, shape, or form. You are, t- you are telling a multimillionaire who has built her brand, her image, or her beauty and her sexuality that she can't do and she can't do that anymore. What the fuck are we talking about right now? Yeah, it, it was selfish. How do you think I feel about that, Kanye? I want to look at Kim's butt sometimes. I wanna, selfish. Yeah, I want selfish look, ass. I, I want to look at Kim's butt all the time. I can't it, believe Kanye pulled that shit. Yeah, why are you trying to take that away from you us? You a man? hater, yay? Yeah, you a man. hater. That's what it is. That's the just bullshit. what it is. Shut so, up, stupid. Shut the fuck up, stupid. Now, our Nipsey Hustle Award. Goes yeah. to two very uh, deserving people. Absolutely. I'm going to go out of order, JB, yeah. and I'm going to give a big shout out to one of my favorite new rappers, the baby, who did, he's been doing pop-up spots all over the country, and he was, uh, he was contacted on Instagram by a young lady who said she was living in her car, mm-hmm. and she wanted to sell him some beanies to make money to, you know, you know just make a little bit of money because her situation was dire. He was. He said, "I'm not going to buy your beanies. You can sell them to somebody else." Here's a G, though. But what I'm gonna do is give you a thousand dollars. Yep. And what I'm gonna do is put this on video. Yeah. What I'm gonna do is tell everybody to go to your Instagram and place an order. I yep. went to her page. She had thirteen thousand new followers. Yep. She had to make a post saying, "Thank you all for the love, but I'm not at a point where I can handle all of the orders. I am building a website as we speak." And I will be able to better take your orders starting next week. He literally changed that woman's life. Yep. She yep. has thousands of dollars worth of orders. Yep. She is a businesswoman now. Yep. She is in business for herself. She has, he has single-handedly changed that woman's life. Yep. So you get the Nipsey Hustle Award. Absolutely. Anything you want to add to that, JB? I, I just want to add that, you know, I used to I used to call it changing the local economy one step at a time, right? Going out and doing- You used strip clubs. <laughs> yeah, I did. But I didn't just do it there. I didn't just do it there. And I didn't just use that expression there. Like, you know, when, when you have an opportunity to give back in little ways like this new, it can have such a great impact. So let's just take, let's take the baby's lesson and take that to heart and individualize that for each of us. Yep. Because when you do little good things like that, you'll be surprised at how big, how big the dividends are that get paid, you know. He just he just helped somebody start a local business. He just created a local legitimate a small business owner. New that is that is just amazingly impactful. Not only to her, but everywhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I'm um we can keep talking about I'm watching the video. I didn't have her exact Instagram name. At the end of the video he's, trying to he give gives us her name. Info. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to give y'all the name. That would be in case great. you guys want to support um, and I want to click on her page and see um, if she has more than 13,000 followers, if, if, if it's still going up. Right, right. Do that. While, you, while you're doing that, I'm going to go ahead and drop in um, our other Nipsey Hustle uh, winner, Michael Jordan. Not Michael B. Jordan. Michael Jordan. <laughs> Air Jordan. <laughs> yeah. His airness. Um, his airness um, over the last three years has started to accelerate his give back. 
to the black community. And in one place in particular, he gave $7 million to the city of Charlotte, $7 million for them to build a healthcare facility in the Lower West Side of Charlotte, which is one of the poorest areas in the city of Charlotte. Um, this center is going to be de dedicated to providing health screenings and general health care for lower income families. Seven million dollars. Um, this money was apparently donated in 2017, but they waited to provide the press releases and so forth until after the facility was up and running and able to provide care. So this is something that he did under the radar, you know, no big media, anything, you know. Um, but it's $7 million, Newton. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of fucking money, and it's going to a perfectly good place. So shout out to you, Michael Jordan. Shout out for you for doing the right thing. Um, we've talked about you a lot on this show, Mike, because, come on, young, we, we all know that you ain't been the wokest brother out there, yeah. you know, in the street, considering Republicans buy shoes, too. Mm-hmm. Do I? That is his quote. Republicans buy shoes too, right? Which is why he wasn't going to be involved in anything that could turn him off. But just a good job, Mike. I don't want to kiss Mike. He ain't done enough. Good I, job. I was, we appreciate it. I was just, I was just I stalling was, for me. Yeah. So I found her. Her, her name is Amanda Dot Rose underscore. So it's at Amanda Dot Rose underscore. That's her. That's her, and her, her. Her baby. Hey. And she is now at twenty one thousand followers. Yo. When I followed her, she was at thirteen thousand. There we go. So, and she had thirteen thousand new followers, and so now she has twenty one thousand new followers. Damn. Because um, she only had a few hundred to begin with. So shout out again to the baby. Shout out to Michael Jordan. Mm -hmm. Um, excellent work. And um, what else we got on here, JB? Our Netflix and chill. Oh, yeah. This is going to be a good segment right here. We got a lot of good programming to talk about. Yeah, so we say uh, late awakenings are still appreciated. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well better, said. better late than never. Well said, You know Shmi. what I'm saying? I, I tell the group, it would take you a long hour to come. At least you still came. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, So I agree. This you know guy. what I'm saying? Long, you know. This guy. <laughs> so really quick, the Netflix show You is coming back. Yes. Um, for That's season a scary two, fucking show too. New that that was the, that was the show about the about the young dude uh, who was basically a crazy fucker, a serial killer. fell in, fell in love with this millennial young lady, and it's just the whole story of his journey trying to get her, and all of the crazy horrible yeah. shit that he did. Yeah, and it was crazy and horrible shit. That's coming to Netflix. Season <laughs> yeah. two is coming soon. Indeed. Um, indeed. JB, uh, so really quickly that you hit. Me to the other day. Rotten, rotten. You have to catch this show on Netflix because it breaks down some of the horribleness that happens in the production of our food. Shit that we eat every single day. Now, it doesn't talk about like you know, uh, you know, steaks and you know all of the shit that we associate with horribleness with food. Beef. It talk, yeah. It talks about chicken. It talks about chocolate. It talks about sugar. It talks about garlic. It talks about peanuts. It talks about honey. And some of the horrible shit that you see that happens within these production processes is crazy. I encourage you to watch it because it'll change your perspective on a lot of different things. That's it's all. on Netflix. It's on Netflix. It's called Rotten. Rotten. Godfather of Harlem is Ooh. quickly becoming one of my favorite shows 
on TV. Absolutely. Starring Forrest Whitaker and Iliad. I can't even pronounce her name, but the one that plays his wife, mm-hmm. she bad as shit. Yeah, she she 5'10", 33 from New York. She fit right into my category. And on the weekends, I believe she smokes what she calls a joint. I'm going to get her. She on my Ashanti list. But Godfather Harlem is a story of... Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was funny as shit, wasn't it? That was funny. <laughs> Damn. Um, it's a story of... Not Nikki Barnes. It's the story of Nikki Barnes. Not Nikki Barnes. Uh, Bumpy. No, Bumpy Johnson. Bumpy, Bumpy Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, Elsa Johnson. Bumpy Johnson. Uh, right down the front of episodes, Malcolm X has made a few appearances. Muhammad Ali has made a few appearances. Yep. It is. It's an excellent, excellent show. It's on Netflix, and uh, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. It is my show of the year so far. Indeed. And it's, we're too. only four episodes in. Mine that should too. tell you something. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to change it. Yeah. Big Mouth. Big Mouth is back, and Big Mouth is back in a very, very big way. Season three is now out on Netflix. They are, I mean, the show touches on sexuality and sexuality in young teens. Um, so it's a very, very important show, especially in today's environment today's political and climate yeah, and it's raunchy like this isn't your this isn't your mother's cartoon no this ain't the simpsons no this is raunchy raunchy dicks out and and you know cussing and profanity they talk worse than jb does you know i'm an angel i never cuss and Bullshit. Shit. but this nigga this motherfucker right here <laughs> like, whatever this motherfucker cuss all the goddamn time whatever, i nigga. don't fuck shit. that i don't I won't be out here cussing and shit. Talking about nigga shit. <laughs> anyway, um, the show the show touches on a lot of critical such sexual issues that are going on now. Um, it talks it talks about you know the feminist whole, movement. Yeah, the feminist movement, slut shaming. Me too, slut yeah. shaming. Yeah, and they get into it. They get into it. They talk about the male and the female perspectives, which is so refreshing to see. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. You know, they have they have the whole thing where the no no no. no. Watch okay. it. You yeah, gotta watch fair it. Enough, fair Moving enough, on. Fair enough. <laughs> Wu-Tang show on Hulu um, is breaking down the origins of Wu-Tang. I don't know if it's true or not, because some of the shit that's happening in this shit is bananas. I'm like, okay. that really happened? Okay. Oh, shit. But as far as a series, a TV show, it's excellent. It's right up there, you know, in the snowfalls and the power. Like, it's really, really good. And it's black people. And it's young niggas in New York, and they five percenters, and they in the streets, and they making music. It's everything you would want. It is fucking phenomenal. That is probably well, number two or three show of the year. Make sure you take that on on Hulu. Mm-hmm. And uh, really quick, we had a lot of music to drop. Gucci Mane dropped October 2. Pretty good upon my first listen. Cast on the project is out. I didn't listen to it. Um, I heard the single, though. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Melly, female rapper that we was fucking with last year, she's back. Okay. And I took her project out. Vuss and Bia have a new song that I really like. Um, they Rihanna texted me and told me about it. I was like, all right, Riri, I'm going to listen to it. That song's pretty <laughs> good. Um, and anytime you're looking for good music, you can always find it on a pod name kickback playlist. And I'll give you one name to look up. And JB, you, you, you definitely will love this guy. Robert Glasper. Okay. Robert Glasper. Robert Glasper. One more time. Robert Glasper. Chill, melodic. Hip hop, R&B, laid back producer that has all your favorite singers and rappers on his album. It's 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 the ultimate chill music. You all just right, vibe out to it. 
worth checking out. We'll definitely do that. Definitely do that. And before we get out of here, one time for DC. Hey. One time for Title Town yeah. Sports. You know, last year the Capitals won the NHL championship, the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. The Mystics went to the finals, but due to injuries last year, they lost. This year, the Mystics won the WNBA championship. And right now, the Washington Nationals, minus Bryce Harper, are in the World Series going up against the Houston Astros. And we have an opportunity to, to win three titles in two years with a grand total of four uh, championship appearances. Yeah, that that makes that makes us title town. It's official. Title now. town. Yeah, that's you, without me and JB's bum ass Redskins. Whatever, man. <laughs> whatever. We'll get there. We'll get there. These things tend to accelerate and trend. So the Redskins will be back in there very very quickly. If I don't know if you all have noticed that, but that's what tends to happen with title towns. You yeah. pick up one and then another one and then another one and then another one. And, and shout out to the Wizards who've been very supportive of the Mystics and the Nationals and that's the dope. Capitals. That's dope. And the Wizards. Just re-signed Bradley Bill, give him a two-year extension for $70 million. And just so you guys know, when his contract is up in three to four years, he will be eligible to sign the largest contract in the history of professional sports. Wow. Say that again? He will be eligible to sign the largest contract in the history of North American sports. Wow. Bradley Bill of the Wizards, um, when his contract is up and he has a player option for the fourth year, so in three to four years, he'll be able to sign a $260 million contract, which would dwarf anything in Major League Baseball, basketball, NHL, even pimping. Because that's a sport. <laughs> I'm an MVP. UMA. Shout out to Bradley Bill. Yeah, shout out to the Wizards and all the D.C. sports. Title time! Yep. Yeah. JB, we had a billion different things go wrong today, but we held it down. Yep. We held it down, bro. Gotta give it to you. We held it down yeah, throughout all always. the bullshit. As always, man. It's, it helps to be a professional, you know? Hell yeah. Yeah, we ain't new to this game, man. Not at mm-hmm. all. There it is. So it's a pod named Kickback. A uh, pod named Kickback, dog. Say it with me now. <laughs> Uno, we out. Oh, and download. Oh, let me let me see right now. We're not out yet. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> like and subscribe on Apple yes. Podcasts, Spotify yes. Podcasts. Yes. Like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, follow our Facebook page. Everything is a pod name kickback. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Christian Mingle. Everything is a pod name kickback. Mm. And um, even our music playlist on Apple Music and on Spotify Music. If you just want to listen to the songs we're talking about, it's a pod named Kickback. That was it. Peace. <laughs> we'll holler. Like, honest about their shit, because everybody just run around cheating. Right back to Polly. Yep. That sounds like a wonderful topic for another show. Everybody going around cheating? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, nah, I mean, just, well, the not, I mean, because we talked about dating in Atlanta, but what that means when you got a different lifestyle, like when you're in a, when you're in a poly set, like what, how does that, how does that work? You know? Really quick, who wants to take that one? Yeah. Yeah. 
You are not shy. I'm not so shy. Like, I think you say outside dating. Yeah, because yeah, you, know, you, exactly. can, you can have a V. You, you know, you can have a kitchen table. You can have in a parallel. I guess he's saying if it is parallel, I think. How does that work? And right. that goes back to compersion. But does anybody want to take a deep dive on that? I give think give the listeners something really juicy. Maybe it depends on the dynamics that is established within the polycule first, and then you go from there, because not everyone has the same desires. Mm. Some people are okay with their one partner or these two or these, whoever they are dealing with. And some people are like, well, that's not enough for me. I need to that be That would be me. You know what I mean? So I think it really just depends <laughs> on... How does that impact dating? Does that make... Because dating, quote-unquote, is hard for single, monogamous people in Atlanta. So would the same be said for... People in a polydynamic, would you share the same sentiment? Yeah, dating is it's still hard. Yeah, in Atlanta. it's still hard to date because you still gotta vet people and look out for bullshit. So it's still the same thing. It's just we're honest about it. The, right. The the biggest difference I think with the dating world is simply um you can date separately in certain dynamics and certain dynamics you date as the couple or the group or whatever dynamic you're in. Mm -hmm. So as far as getting to know someone one on one is typical for most people. Getting to know multiple people at the same time, it's a little different, but it gives a different environment, dynamic. It brings out different tones to conversations and different viewpoints and perceptions, pretty much what we're trying to do here. Like, same concept, it's just when you have more than one person, you get more than one different dynamics and perspectives of the same viewpoint. Yeah. Okay. Eloquently said. Well spoken. Um, before we get out of here, well, how much time? Where we at, JB? What's, what's our time like? Uh, we at about uh eighty-five minutes. Yeah, and until you guys start going into I'm our, it takes him to get home. Our pa Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> it's an hour sixty-one minutes. Right. Um, we will be doing the, the Patreon account for the podcast going forward because we're gonna keep bringing you exclusives like this. My uh, OnlyFans page is up. There's been no video footage yet. He's flicking the ray of light. <laughs> You're why 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 did you let me overstate that though? God damn it! Now we gonna be here another two hours. Let me turn in the show. It's yeah. been twelve hours, new. Yeah, we been doing this since yesterday. You got that right. Go. I gotta go to work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, uh, okay. I don't like um, you no more, yet. <laughs> you, you curtail my whole subversive agenda. That's horrible. You go with them subversive agendas all the time. Just leave me alone, niggas. Man. Oh, we got some subversive <laughs> agenda. Um, did anybody see... Okay. Did anybody see the Black-ish episode that was the Girlfriend's Reunion? Anybody know about it? Anybody I saw about it? them. I saw their reunion. I Part of their reunion when they were talking to Charlemagne. Yeah, the interview. That was a pretty good interview. Um, Charlemagne the God did an interview with the four ladies from Girlfriends, the old sitcom that was on uh, UPN for seven years. CW. CW. Yeah. Do y'all even know what UPN is? That's some DC shit. Oh no, you do know. I know. I know what UPN is. You poly niggas. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, gotta change the name of the test group. <laughs> From 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 Jennifer Aniston and them to <laughs> Damn it, Jennifer. 
She gonna get it one day, bro. One day. Oh, I, one day. it was something. I was getting. I'm getting closer. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're really not. That's the crazy part. All right, man. We're we gonna get it right. Keep it moving. Jennifer yeah. Love Hewitt, and then so. Oh, Lord. You no, know, because you got love in it, right? It got love, love, love. It like demented and shit, like right, going man, back, back to the '90s and shit. Jennifer Love. We, we were so thinking about um girlfriends. girlfriends. Jennifer, yeah, girlfriends. So um Jones. they did Joan. It was oh, who can name all four girlfriends? Me, Joan, which is Tracy Ellis Ross. Then there's Lynn, Tony, and Maya. With ease. Who was the fifth girlfriend? Um, what's his name? One of Eugene. Started with an R. In the star with an R. Did not. Did not. Wait. Oh, stop. It's going to come to me. We're not doing anything. No. It's like, stop. Stop everything. I got to think. I can't remember. I'll give you a countdown of five to two. I'm not going to do one. I'm just going to go five to two. Five, two. Okay, his name. It was William. William. Yeah, William. And he came came in at the end of the episode. If, if you didn't see it, the girlfriends were together the bulk of the episode. And then at the very end, uh, they were all getting on what's the uh, father on the show name? Anthony Anderson. And he was like, he was trying to say something, yeah, Dre, some supportive of feminism. That's what the show was about. And he said it the wrong way. He was like, Yeah, I got y'all back because y'all should be in the kitchen cooking, and I support it. Something wrong. And they was like, What? He was like, I'm on your side. And he was like, What does a guy have to do? And then William popped up. I've been asking myself that question for seven years. Now they, hey, William, you was on the show and shit. No, they, they, were, they were Jones' uh, college best friends. Her college polycule. Yeah, it, 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 it was cool though because I hadn't seen them in forever. And um, I think that Lynn would be the one out of them that was in a polycule. Oh yeah, Lynn. Yeah, definitely it would have been Lynn. It was. It would have been Lynn. Lynn was poly. It probably was hard. Yeah. yeah. Or hand toys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, magic fingers. Hand toys. I'm a hand toss. All right. Um, so, uh, I want to. <laughs> she, she said pad, and I was like, what the fuck is pad? And then that nigga said hand toss, and I was like, okay, I'm not going to get this answer right now. <laughs> like, what the fuck? All right, somebody define, define pansexual for JB. So a pansexual person is someone who will date men and women and trans people. Like, basically everything in between. Okay. They feel special. So I actually have a really good video that I will send to you that I, that's in all my poly groups with the with the, oh, the, the, little, the, little, the homosexual the, the, yeah no it's soda pop soda Midwest hey soda. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> All right, so this has been an episode of Pollyann Kickback. We kind of went into the world of polyamory. We discussed polycules, and we've established that uh, there is a ghost in the house, and her name. 
Jennifer. 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 Hey, power to five. Power to five. Tell people like this. I was Get sending it. that shit to him with my mind. I was like, it's Jennifer. Like, <laughs> like, follow, like follow, follow my brainwaves. Don't fuck this up. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. So I want to thank y'all for tuning in. Like I said, we were trying to bring you guys yeah. cutting-edge content. We yeah. have been discussing kinks and fetishes, and we've had everybody um, on the show talking about it. We will have Jess Set and Jasmine and the King Noir coming up next month to do a whole show on kinks and fetishes. But don't get it twisted. We still cover the, Olymp- the Olympics. The elections. We still the black CNN. Right, same thing. <laughs> We're going to discuss new music. Wale's new album came out. I like it so far. You know, he from DMV, so shout out home team. Um, oh, The Baby. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we did a whole special on The Baby. The Baby's still, uh, album. I still like it. Um, Gucci, Made the Stallion had a big week. She released a song with Gucci called Big Booty, eloquently titled Big Booty. And it, goes, it goes like this, Big Booty, Big Booty, she has a rather large patootie. Shout out to Z, that was, I was singing that to you. <laughs> um, and then she also released a song with Moneybag Yo called All That. So in both videos came out this weekend too. So it was like a full Meg the Stallion weekend. She had her whole thing going for her part of cue with um, Moneybag Yo and Gucci and Keisha K.O. Um, I'm just saying, I was talking to myself. All right, um, yeah. so who? Meg, um, Janine, Fran, did she live here? What? Okay, all right. Um, he so, fucked the name up again. He damn, fucked the name Janiyah up again. Damn, Janiyah Lee. Janiyah Lee. Fur. Janiyah Fur. Fur. Oh, Fur. Fur. Yes. Janiyah Fur with the cloud box. Anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, y'all, uh, Orange 45's impeachment inquiry is still ongoing. Please check on that. CNN, MSNBC, also Fox, because they are actively denying everything that is true. So, so, well, no, 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 no. They're they're trying to elide over the fact that he actually did coerce the Ukrainian president to No, the problem is, the problem is there's a there's a huge difference between the daytime hosts and the nighttime pundits. So the daytime hosts like the Shep Smith and the uh, George, whatever his name is, George. We know know that they're not getting the ratings, though. They are the ones who are actually speaking the truth. But I'm just saying, there is a disparaging... But we know that Hannity the two of them are and the other motherfuckers in the evening are driving Right, ratings, and also so Shep Smith has resigned saying. from Fox News. Of he course his he two has. Weeks. Yeah, at this point. I'm just saying, it's not like all of Fox News is saying the same thing. They are but, There's infighting on that network now. I don't give a fuck about rats jumping a sinking ship, though. They're still trying to defend this nigga. Like, Those two not, aren't. I mean, fuck, fuck. Hannity and Laura Ingram and all they're the biggest rating getters. But what I'm saying is, you're saying that everybody on Fox is saying the same thing, and they're not. Okay, I'm saying that the motherfuckers on Fox who are driving the ratings are still defending this asshole. Like we can't, we can't back away from that. Like they're still crack brain crazy. Because you're still defending gonna, the mother. There's always going to be that that group of people that are going to hang on for dear life for him, for him regardless. 
We don't have to understand it, but they are the people who are who, for whatever reason. Okay, so let me ask you this, because you seem informed. But his do ratings you, are dropping. Do you think the Senate is gonna gonna allow it to go to trial? They're not gonna have a choice. Why? Doesn't it automatically if the if the House votes on it, doesn't it automatically trigger a vote in the Senate? No, it doesn't. Automatically not. trigger a trial? No, it I does not. I thought it not. did. No, I they it can did. they can move to dismiss based on insufficient evidence. Oh, there's not insufficient evidence. But it's basically even, an indictment. Even what's his name? Even Mitch McConnell has said right comments which about it, which is why what Trump so, is doing to obstruct justice is important because he's yeah, trying he's to only doing more giving them more evidence. But to he's trying to eliminate admissible evidence. But by, impeachment. but by eliminating admissible evidence, he puts the ability for them to put it on a Senate trial at, at risk. That is what he is doing. That is what I'm. And like, but by him trying to. Uh, uh, Intervene and interfere with this, with all the. Anyway, so the, more more topics for okay. later. Y'all are another right. show. Y'all both was right. I love it. I love it. I love it. I, I started agree. that argument on. Christmas. One life, one love. You know that, one right? Life, one love. <laughs> <laughs> I started that argument on purpose. So, <laughs> all right. So, so this is what we're gonna do. Thank you for tuning in. We will be back next week with another episode of a pod named Kickback. I'm no breaks new. That's JB. Shit. Good Man, night, God bless y'all. Let's get up out of here. Okay. Yeah, that was them, and this is us, and we out. Uno, we out. No, Uno, you know, you're one, out. Uno, we out. Say one. Two. Saying one. One. Like back in the nineties, like one. Uh, nah, that's that's that. I say Uno, shit. like we play Uno, like Uno, we out. From like, Jersey. Yeah. Okay, South Jersey, Central Jersey. Jersey, period. Where in Jersey? Switch it up. Are you on the Garden State Parkway or on the Turnpike? I know Jersey. It depends what time of the year what it exit? is and what auntie's what house I'm going to. What exit? Oh. Exit four? Atlantic exit. City. Okay, so you're South Jersey. That's yeah. why you say one, because that's a Philly thing. Anyway, moving on. Um, so. Pardon kickback playlist that's on Apple and Spotify. We did Snow Allegra. We did Sir. We did... Uh, uh, Gucci Mane featuring Made the Stallion. Mm -hmm. We did J. Cole. We did uh, Travis Scott has a new record. Jeezy has a new album out. Uh, her, um, what up? What was the other? Uh, Summer Walker. Summer Walker and all these different artists. And we, uh, <laughs> we definitely uh, posted all the songs. <laughs> From these artists. Well, I did it on Facebook last night. Niggas hit me up like, what are you going through? You're sounding emotional. I was like, nigga, these are songs dope. on the podcast. These are good songs, though. These are good songs. The playlist is really dope. Shout out to Shadow for mic management, though. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you know I do this. You know that I do this, too. Hey, hey, hey. That, was that was great. That was great. So um, I want to thank y'all for tuning in. I want to thank y'all for making... September, the greatest month in the history of yes. the podcast. Yes. Shout out to y'all. And the other day, the yeah. greatest day. Yeah, oh, we got to, I want to thank yes. you for making oh, the for first the week, week of October yes. the greatest week in the history yes. of the show. Number two. I want to yeah. thank you for making Tuesday. Yesterday. Well, we got, oh, I'm Tuesday. still walking them. I'm still walking them. Okay. Making Tuesday the greatest individual day in the history of the podcast. Uh -huh. And then I want to thank you for making Saturday. The greatest day in the history of the podcast. Okay. So we've had record-breaking numbers. You're missing something? Oh, and today, 
the greatest podcast hey. episode ever. And five is, is a number of power. Yes. And that's Come five on, it's five. Y'all don't see the other two, but it's five. Shout out to the five. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's five of us yeah. in here. Yeah. And, um, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Yes. And, and real nigga shit, I want to thank you for liking and subscribing. I've been meeting people, whether it's, you know, a, a, a dude that want to know how I used to rap, a girl that thinks I'm cute. Uh, fucking uh, uh, somebody who liked the post. Um, uh, Shannon's baby just signed up last week on the podcast. Wow. Like, I want to thank every single person who I met, whether you're fucking a Lyft or Uber rider, like, whatever. Like, I yeah. have met whoever you are. Whoever you are that has decided to follow this podcast, real nigga shit. Like, also was popping on Facebook. Like, it is it was. popping, period. It's it, a great yeah. show. And it was it was it was good on YouTube, but trying to be a podcast was a struggle. Mm-hmm. And I'm not bragging about our numbers. I'm not saying our numbers better than anybody else's. What I'm saying is our numbers are better than they've ever been for us. Right. And, and that's an achievement. It takes work to do that. Let's take that, that win. Be- Let's take I don't that think win. that you have to explain that to your listeners. Oh. I think okay. that they already know. Like they're okay. getting it. I don't think they're taking it like that. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Y'all are but the, to appreciate them, you've shown much yeah. appreciation. I'm going to give y'all continue credit. Continue to continue. Because you know, y'all are the... to continue. Kick back, girls. It's a pod name, Kickback Dog. Oh, yes. no. <laughs> but I'm going to tell y'all this. Before we go we, out... Before we out. I got to tell we, y'all where to find me. We, we kept it in. Look, shut up. Oh, no sorry. pull out, gang. No pull out. Nah, Before we pull you, out. You're pregnant fucking with me. Before I'm we pull out, off we have to definitely touch ovaries. on this because you guys are just meeting me, really. Some of y'all see me in the comments, but that's it. And mm-hmm. I am Shannon Crystal. And I be everywhere, even if you ain't there. So y'all can find me on Instagram at it's Shannon Crystal. Two S's back to back. And no, I'm not spelling it. Y'all can find me on my <laughs> podcast, on my very own podcast. And maybe soon I'll be here. You know, doing it, it all the way and here. Your, your, your co-host that do the yoga. Hey, boo. Hopefully, hey, I can boo. get her to move here. But move right now, I'm in Baltimore. I'm so glad to be here in Atlanta, though. I'm so glad to be here. I haven't seen my guys in a while. <laughs> Thank and you for more coming. than a while. Okay. Yeah. Literally, yeah. as soon as they found out I was coming here, they was like, "Oh no, you know you already had me." But I'm gonna <laughs> pop up anyway. You know what I'm saying? There we go. But there we go. y'all can find us, my podcast, at GTR Presents on Instagram. We're on 1500 Radio every Tuesday and Thursday from six to eight. So they're gonna be on while I'm in Georgia because I'll be here for a whole week. So we'll see what the topics are about then. It should hey, be interesting. Hey. I love to see how my girls handle the show when I'm not there. Okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. It's definitely interesting. But soon, a part named Kickback is going to be on Girls Indeed. Up Radio presents Indeed. the best of both worlds. No doubt. No doubt. I'm coming up there in November. So, yeah. Yes. Very soon. Okay. Yeah. yeah and maybe, yeah. why are you not coming with him? I, I, I might make that trip. Yes, I might. You may as well because it's I a might, business trip I, now that y'all need to be on the show. It's my it mom's is. birthday, young. You kind of. I, like, I kind of obligated. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's so, Mom's birthday. Around shout that out, time, Mom. y'all definitely shout out Aunt Pat. Yeah, yes, shout out Aunt Pat. There we go. Know her, but she'll know me someday. <laughs> You'll meet her soon. <laughs> but all I'm saying is, y'all definitely need to check out the show, Girl Talk Radio. GTR presents the best of both worlds on 1500radio.net. We're we gonna put the link in the comment in the what you call it, the comment section. Yeah, the description. Yep. Right. We'll put the link okay. in the description Bet so that. they'll be able to click it and follow you. And um. I mean, I, I just really want to say thank you to everybody that's listened. 
Um, I'm, I'm gonna cut this clip and I'm gonna make this a, a special message. Like, I really wanna thank you because we left a radio station and we were by ourselves and we just did it from scratch. And then we became a podcast, was by ourselves, didn't know what the fuck to do. Mm. We just kept going and it's turned into this. Mm -hmm. And this is like, now I'm, I'm not nervous. I'm not questioning the show no more. I'm like, oh, bitch, we popping. You like, already know. I, but I was a little nervous. I wasn't sure. Yeah, it happened. Yeah, you know, it definitely I, happened. I wasn't, I wasn't as confident as I am now. And I'm not going to act like a like, like an ass. Like I'm super confident with the Stay best. Stay humble. But I'm just going to say I appreciate everybody that's watching and definitely everybody that's playing it on a podcast app sites because that's mainly how we get our money. So thank you. I am humbled. I am appreciative. I am in the space of gratitude because y'all have, you know, taken this show to a level that I thought it should have been at a fucking year ago, but I was, you know, it didn't happen. And slowly but surely, you guys got us to where I wanted us to be and JB wanted us to be, and now we got the next goal. Absolutely. And that's what I wanted. How do we get to uh, uh, attacking the next goal? We got to hit this one first. Yeah. We hit it. Absolutely. And that's what's up. Shout out to y'all. And I want to thank y'all. Like girls, when they had sex with me, they'd be like, I hit it. Shut we hit it. We hit the goal. I hit it. 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 It's like, that's how they be. <laughs> Shut the hell up, dude. <laughs> but anyway, I want to thank y'all for having me on the show. Like, giving me this You're opportunity. Because I love the show. You're welcome. You know what I'm saying? Thank exactly. you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love the show. And I think it's dope. Especially being being as though I'm on a radio show. I'm, I have yeah. a radio show. Yeah. So it's me looking at it, you know, a totally different way. I see it from a different perspective. You have perspective. a podcast, too. We're, Absolutely. We're, we're going to make sure that... And But besides that, that either way, it seems that. like you always hit marks right like right before I do. So when I need help, I have somebody to call, too. You know, my, my team is hey. asking about me, becoming a podcast, and I've been trying to do this stuff on my own, but you've been there for me, you too. Already you know, know. And, and I, knew, I already know that I can call you guys for whatever it is that I need, but... Your mother would kick my ass if I didn't ask. But <laughs> 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 you know what that is. <laughs> hey, Ma. <laughs> it's a family of... Hey. Yeah, Get I have me. a show. I have a, I have a song It's a family affair. <laughs> oh, so yeah, I got to harmonize that some kind of way. It's a family affair. You got to sing with me. It's a family affair. <laughs> yeah. It's a family affair. <laughs> it's a family I'm doing affair. The <laughs> a definitely big shout out to Shannon Crystal, Lord Sis, made it here from B More. Because the last couple times I went home and the last couple times you got here, we didn't get a we chance to we link didn't up. Get a chance. Which is blasphemous. Yeah, but, exactly. uh, but you know what? The last time I was pregnant, you know, I was sick true, the whole time. So true, 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 true. I was yeah. here just laying around. And I, and I still need to see the children. Yes, you do. Uncle Nula. Well, that means that we got to see each other twice, at least twice this visit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's happening. And you well, driving now. I'm, yeah, I, I, I'm fully healed. Your foot is healed. At first, he was a little hopper. Y'all know. Y'all know I broke, broke my ankle. <laughs> a lot of things. I was, I was so busy running through all these women's minds that I broke my ankle. Bro. And, I mean, that's what happened. 
I yeah, really it, am interested in how you really broke your ankle. So when, when the I, cameras I went, are off, it was one of gonna, the women's minds. No, when the cameras are off, we're gonna talk about the truth. <laughs> I can't. I, yeah, I can't. It was two white men with mega hats. Two white men. It was like, aren't you that, aren't you that fucking nigga from a party kickback? I was in Chicago. This hey, shit yo. is way too high. You need to cut it. <laughs> cut it. <laughs> well. Well, right uh, now. I'm fucking Uno, goddammit. <laughs> uh, what's the new Uno called? Uno. It's like Uno. Uno, Uno out. What's the new Uno called? Nobody knows. It's Uno. It's gonna always be Uno. It's like Uno Extreme or something. Yeah, I feel like they got new Uno, rules. Uno if you play with the new rules, is it you like get a, a card and you can. But you can make it whatever you want? Yeah. Yes, and that shit is lit. It's like yeah. super lit. You know what, what I'm saying? What's the name of Turbo it? Uno. Oh. Uno, it's probably it's Uno like Uno something. Extreme. Because I was nothing, playing it one night we was on the show. Nothing is better than Monopoly Deal. Have you ever played Monopoly Deal? Yes, I have. That it's shit pretty, is intense, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's dope. It's very it's intense, dope. and it's, it's, it's just as intense as Monopoly as is, as but it's quicker than... Nothing is as good as a threesome, but we're not going to... Little sis, it. wait a minute. Heard. I only heard. Okay, <laughs> okay. Wait, hold up now, damn it. And yeah, your mother's watching. Your mother just commented. So she's watching. Just watch your mouth. <laughs> well, you had to, I, you know, I don't see the comments. So as long uh, as I don't see the comments, uh, you know. Uh, mm. I'm just saying. Uno what? Uno, Uno flip. flip. There it is. I'm just saying Uno, Uno flip, flip is so okay. real. Like, and it's yeah, crazy that dope. you guys brought me yeah. back to this moment because I used to have a friend who I used to really go over her house and we used to play that game all the time and we used to kill it used to get so real like i'm trying to tell y'all it was we used to drink and everything and just play that game it gets well, I, I got cars and shit so we, we, we oh no depending it's on real. what's going on we gonna figure some things out but thank y'all for tuning in yes um any last words in. Hey, good night and god bless y'all and follow me okay i'm follow her i'm very energetic monday and swallow me Oh my gosh, swallow my bro. And do not spit. Oh no. Y'all know it's a part name. Jenny, cut your mic, cut your mic off. JB, cut her mic off. It's a part name kickback. Cut her mic off. I got, I'm on your side. Please cut the camera off. You know off. I'm the best wing sister ever. <laughs> Lord. Best Lord. wing sister ever. Let's get the real kickback going, please. <laughs> <laughs> Uno.